Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, April 24th, or whoa, Thursday, April 14th. I almost skipped ahead like 10 Uh-oh. days right there. <laughs> that happens. You got anything big in the next 10 days? Because they're just skipped now. Uh, episode 97, <laughs> we're back. If it's 97, I mean. Uh... I really think, <laughs> yeah, I'm drawing blanks. Everson Griffin, I think. Oh, Everson Griffin. Mm. Nice. That's definitely right. what we're thinking of. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. No, you know who you are, episode 97. Um, it's National Reach as High as You Can Day. I'm not sure why this has a day for anything, but I mean, get your stretches in today and reach as high as you can. I think Owen can probably reach the highest, like definitely. So what's up? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to think so. I haven't reached yet today, but you know, probably will. It would be kind of a shame if you couldn't reach. You'll get one in today. The highest. Yeah. I'll get one in. Let's go. I always get one in. That's what I like to hear. I think Alex would finish second probably. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll take second. That's fine. Wingspan King. Yep. But Adam, I saved you for last because I'm thinking, and you guys can veto this. We haven't done one in like four months. Be nice to Adam Day. Mm, let's go. Mm-hmm. You were pretty hyped listening back to that episode. You thought it was a good episode. It was. It was. It, it, it's a good wrinkle when you have to agree with his takes. I'm down for a little treat day for Adam today. I mean, it's not a hard time to agree with my takes, but um, I think yeah. reach as high as <laughs> I think reach as high as you can day is more of a like figurative thing, you know, like. Oh like, goals. oh, like goals. Like your dreams and stuff. Mm. Okay. I was going to say, I, I think so, too. I don't think it's like... I, actually... I would agree with that. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. then they should call it National, like, Achieve Your Goals Day. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's more like inspirational. It's like, reach as high as you can. True. Like, push mm. yourself. True, true. That's right. It's, that's a good point. Cool. More artsy. Adam's off to a good start. <laughs> he go. is. He is. It's a good thing we can't disagree because <laughs> he's off to a good start. Um, basketball's on. Full disclosure to the people at home, we're recording this a little early on Wednesday. This is maybe the earliest podcast we've ever done. Yeah, our voices might be still a little groggy, still a little <laughs> in the back, so don't be too don't be too upset with us. Yeah, uh-huh. if anything crazy happens, I don't know. You're just out of luck, I guess. But we are recording before the 9-10 games in the East and the West, which I think is okay because we've seen the 7-8 games. Um, they were good. I mean, I have no complaints. The Cleveland-Brooklyn game was a little boring, but, I mean, it got close at the end, sort of, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to talk playoffs today because they're coming up this weekend. I'm very excited. I love the NBA playoffs this year. You know, the thing is, like, hockey playoffs, round one's the best, you know? Oh. It's like they're just dropped in. They have energy. Good chance your team made it. Yeah, like, it's a fire round. And then the more it goes, the worse it gets. Basketball usually is like, to me, is like the opposite, mm-hmm. you know? It's like the best is at the end. But this year it yes. feels like we're kind of stacked in the early rounds. Oh, yeah. I think most most of the first rounds are going to be absolute bangers. Um, maybe the only one that might be crap is, like, Milwaukee Bulls. Yeah, is what we were talking about. So yeah, <laughs> that, that's the we were talking earlier. That's the series where we're planning our pod around. Mm. Like we'll we'll be doing our podcast during during, during that game during those games. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that goes to show you how much we like that series. Yeah, uh-huh. there will only be four four dates to plan around. Yeah. so don't worry. Uh, what I'm thinking for today is we're going to run through these series. We did sort of talk about a couple of them 
last episode, but let's you I mean we want to go on the record, make some picks. Yeah, I'm down. Okay. All right. I'm down. Let's go. Adam's going to have to make picks too. They might, you know. Sometimes Adam has some very good takes. I think all the my time. over/unders for the regular season were surprisingly good. Like yeah. I think I got 5 out of 6. 5 out of 6. Pretty good, that's so. pretty good. So maybe listen to Adam. I'll always listen to always Adam. Always listen to Adam. No cap. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 the moral of the story. Um in the East, I think because we don't have the 8 seed, it's going to be Miami against one of Cleveland, Charlotte, or Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I like Miami there because I don't know the team. I'm just going to say I like Miami in six. That's going to be my guess. Maybe that's too much respect. Owen, what do you have? Um, I think it's going to be Cleveland, and I like Miami in I like Miami in five without Jared Allen. Uh, yeah, if Jared, do we, we still don't have a timetable for him, right? He might play Friday, they said. Oh, he might play Friday? If Jared Allen comes back in, I feel like he could neutralize Bam a decent amount. So um, mm-hmm. I'm going to take Miami in six. I think I think Cleveland could win two games for sure. Okay. Adam, what are you taking? Miami in four. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Great Crazy. Take. Disrespect That's on Darius Garland. <laughs> yeah, he is disrespecting Darius Garland. He's pretty amazing. I did see that... Yeah. Uh, there was some reports that rival players are saying that uh, they believe Jimmy Butler will be seeking a trade if Miami exits early. That's Wait, fine, Jimmy. That's yeah, okay. Jimmy. Miami will be fine without you, dude. Yeah. Just no problem. <laughs> no problem. I just, like, what team's lining up? Like, like yeah. Orlando's dropping the bag. Lakers. Lakers. Lakers, Lakers, Lakers yeah. Thank you. There we go. We just cracked the case wide open. <laughs> Lakers. LeBron is like, Wait a minute. What? J- Jimmy Butler? He, we had a great series in 2018. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're dangling Russell Westbrook. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh-huh. I knew I knew yeah. Jimmy was going to be good when he was averaging six minutes a game in like 2013. <laughs> yeah, like I was shouting, I "Hey, you guys got to get more playing uh-huh. time." When the Bulls took him 30th from Marquette, I knew I was like, "Wow!" I saw that guy play yeah. in the NIT, and I knew that he was going to be absolutely flame. <laughs> it's not Rose. It's it's Butler is the guy that you guys really want. <laughs> Rose isn't really the MVP. Yeah, Butler makes it happen. Uh, the two is the Boston Celtics going up against the seven Brooklyn Nets, who we saw take down the Cavaliers in a pretty spectacular Kyrie Irving game. Kevin Durant, also very good. No surprises there. Uh, I did mention to you guys that uh, Stan Van Gundy said, this is what makes Brooklyn so scary going against Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I mm, thought that was big. Uh, I can find the roster and read the names off it, guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> check the points per game averages type of guy. Um, <laughs> Celtics with home court, I actually think is kind of a big deal here. I I don't really know what to pick in this one. I think this is going to be a great, great series. I'm really looking forward to it. Owen, what do you have? You know what? I know a lot of people are going to take um, Brooklyn here, um, but I'm going to go Celtics in seven. I just think they've proven enough over the back half of the season, even without Robert Williams, to um, to win the series. And I, I just I also don't trust the health of KD and Kyrie over a seven game series. I think there's going to be some deterioration there. I can get down with that. They say Robert Williams is a maybe to come back later in the series. I kind of doubt it still, mm-hmm. but it's the door is open. I guess. What do you have here? Uh, you know, I I've <clears throat> I've told you guys. You know, I've been upset with the Nets the last you know, half of the season, but I think I'm going to take Nets in seven. I was texting Phil. I'm not going to act, sit here and act like the Celtics 
wanting to play the Nets is great. Like them drawing them. They could have had third. They could have gotten the Bulls. So I'm not going to act like, you know, the Bulls or the Nets. It doesn't matter who they get. I think it matters a lot. And I think the Nets are going to win in seven because Ramadan Kyrie. Ramadan Kyrie. Untucked jersey Kyrie. Sage Kyrie. Like he went off. I think he's going to have a point to prove. Like, I think he just torches the Celtics literally every time they play. And I think he's going to go off. Like, the Boston crowd is just going to fire him up even more. I think KD is going to play great. They have a point to prove. So, um, I, I was I watched that video, I think, last year where he stepped on the oh, yeah. face of Lucky. The, of Lucky. Like, wow. Um, but I'm respecting Boston. I think, I think they'll give a really hard time to the Nets. But, um, you know, you get a... Who knows? You get Ben Simmons game seven. He can swing a series. He um, can definitely swing rebounds. So I think I'm going to take Nets here in seven. I'm, what, I'm tempted. I'm sorry. What would you make of his all green leather outfit yesterday? I thought, I thought it was quite the choice. <laughs> Going all, green leather shorts, green leather top. Wow. Yeah, it looked like a green highlighter. He really wanted to stick out. So oh, That he did. Um, I'm going to take yeah. the Celtics in. Uh, no, I'm going to take the Nets in six. I hate to disrespect the Celtics. I hate to as well. I'm just, I, I don't know. Something's... I already uh, don't like my pick. I, I know, but Kyrie went 11 for 11. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> I, already, I already don't like my pick. I don't know. Adam, what do you have here? I'll go Nets in six. Wow. So we're all going Nets except for Owen. Owen's Owen's a believer in the green. In I don't like either of these teams. Why am I getting so worked up about this? Uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Chicago Bulls. 4-0. I'll make this easy. Is there any way to make it 3-0? <laughs> the Bulls have been so bad for the last two months. I don't understand what happened. They just fell off the face of the earth. I'm going to be generous. I'm going to give them a game. Gentlemen sweep, bucks and five. That's what I'm going with. Owen, what do you have? Yeah, uh, Milwaukee and four. Yeah, I'm going Milwaukee and four. I just kind of think you asked, like, what happened with the Bulls. I just think the DeRozan stuff was a little un- unsustainable. Yeah. Yeah. Him averaging like 40 points a game for two months was unsustainable. And like, I love DeMar, but I just, you're right. That wasn't realistic. He had to come back down yeah. to earth a little bit. And he just couldn't carry it. Like, because at some point, it's like Levine needs to take over a game and he needs to win a game. But Levine hasn't been that great the last half of the season. Vucevic hasn't been that great. Like, their best guy's been like Patrick Williams, like <laughs> down the stretch. So yeah. it's been tough. And Lonzo Ball's also been injured for, you know, the better part of the season so that too yeah factor that in yeah yeah that is true you got and caruso's been in and out i like who guards Giannis, bro like i just like, <laughs> like there's no way this series goes to the bulls in my opinion i could come back to eat that one but i don't think i will adam what do you have bucks and four bucks and four well i'm the only one who gave him a game i kind of like that for me the big one. This one is... I, I'm very excited for this series. Net Celtics is great. This is also going to be very good. It's the Sixers home for the Raptors. Now, I'll save Alex for last because he's probably got the most passionate opinion here. <laughs> Matisse Thibel is officially out. Games three, four, and then maybe six. You know, you see Doc said he got he got the first shot and then he never went back for the second one. That is, that is yeah. wild. Someone <laughs> said he got the free seven-day trial and then never <laughs> didn't end up subscribing. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it looks, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think this is going to be a great series. I think I'm going to pick the Sixers in seven. It's going to be my opinion. I think Embiid is the best player in the series. It's really the only reason I have to take Philadelphia. I think if 
Philadelphia drew a team that was a little bit better in transition, then they would be in more trouble. But be, Toronto is more of a half-court team. They'll like to slow you down and chop it up the way I see it. So I like the Sixers. I think they can win a half-court series. Owen, what do you have? Um, I'm going to go with the Raptors in seven. Um, Let's go. I don't, I've said this many times in the podcast before. I don't trust Doc Rivers, in the, especially in the playoffs. I think he's... I, I don't I don't think he makes good decisions with lineups. I think we've seen that with the whole DeAndre Jordan fiasco. Um, and then, I mean, I think Toronto, I mean, the team is built to defend as many people on the court as possible. It's a very switchable lineup, very young, a lot of energy. So I like them to, uh, I like them to steal this series. What do you, what makes you not trust Doc Rivers in the playoffs? I mean, oh, <laughs> it, you know, it's really might have been the loss against the loss last year there's the losses and there's a there's a few losses in there for sure just a, there are a few reasons it's just a couple yeah there's but, a tiktok video describing that yeah but scroll down far uh, yeah. he won the 2008 championship i'm just not understanding yeah what do you not understand <laughs> owen <laughs> yeah uh-huh. true the one success in the last 15 years i just don't get it um adam what do you have here uh the sixers and six yeah it's it's down to Alex. I I wonder what way he's gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go Raptors in seven. Uh, I like Owen's take. I, you know, like obviously, and I'm only giving them seven because Embiid's the best player, second best player in the NBA. Um, <clears throat> I've already highlighted most of my reasons. We're three and one against the 76ers this this year. Last game we beat them without Fred or OG. They had basically their whole entire lineup except Thibault. Um we will slow it down. We're both pretty slow-paced teams, and everyone keeps asking, like, how do you guard Embiid? How do you guard Embiid? Everybody's going to guard Embiid. Oh, like Owen said, we're very switchable. It's not just going to be one guy responsible. We've got four or five guys that can at least... I mean, no, I'm not saying anyone's stopping Embiid. Like, he's still going to get his 30. But I think even if he's getting his 30, we can still win, win the game and win the series. I love playoff Harden. Like I just that is <laughs> I'm so down for playoff Harden. Um and I don't know man, the 76ers fans seem in shambles. I'll get into it a little bit later on the pod, but they they seem pretty scared. Like a lot of them are just like no way they win, no way they win like this that. They're, like I think they're a little worried cuz they know, you know, we've beaten them before. We own the season series. Um and I just think Nick Nurse could out, honestly just out coach Doc. Like Doc's Absolutely. not a guy that I've seen. I've never honestly seen Doc out coach anybody in a series, so um, you know I think I think Nick could do that for sure. Um, and yeah, Raptors in seven. I was gonna say when you say when you're talking about Embiid and you say second best player, that's behind Booker. I'm assuming, right? Mm. Yeah, behind Just Booker. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, okay. like he's the best player on the best team, so obviously he's the best, right? <laughs> yeah, like, that makes right. a lot of sense. It does, it does, and that means that Bam. means most valuable. That no? means Bam is number two. Oh, right. Yeah, Bam is number two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. If we're doing the trickle down. Yeah. And I guess since Jaw is out, Desmond Bain three. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. And that means Jalen Green's 30. So just, just mm. keep that in your bookmarks. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you if you're worried at all that Nick Nurse might be trying to tank this series so he can move to Los Angeles quicker. I but... hate Phil. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> oh, just Dude, I saw that he was plus like 350 to be the next coach. Did you guys see LeBron was plus like 1,500 to I be the Lakers coach? And Mike Krzyzewski was 30 to 1. <laughs> I like those odds the most. Uh, 
Um, uh, the big question, who wins the East? Which, if you're looking at the odds, Milwaukee is two, plus 250, Brooklyn's plus 320, Boston plus 425, Sixers 5-1, Miami 5-1, to one, Toronto is 20-1. to one. In case you're wondering, the Bulls were in the 30s. and uh, uh, I think it's hard to pick against Milwaukee. I just think they're the most complete team, like we've talked about, most experience, and how do you stop Giannis? If you stop him, what's going on with Middleton, Holiday? Like, they're super deep, and um, I think the, it's a safe pick. Yeah, I kind of tend to agree. I hate to be chalk and pick the Bucks because, I mean, they were obviously there last year, but I just, like you said, they're the best team. I, I have a hard time picking against them. They're going to have the best player in every series, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's too difficult. I, I have to take Milwaukee. Owen, what do you have? Yeah, I was torn between Miami and Milwaukee. Um, but then I remembered last year they played each other and I took <laughs> Miami. They also and had Trevor Reza guarding Giannis for four games. Yeah. So. <laughs> True. So it's a different team. But then, you know, I just I went back to that series and Miami obviously got crushed. So I tend to think that uh, the best team will win out given, you know, multiple seven game series. So I like I like Milwaukee to to make it out of the East again. Adam, what's your finals team from the East? Uh, the Nets. Mm. Great take. <laughs> Great take. I love it. Adam, Me too. You, you got some good basketball takes. Right? Thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you do. Uh-huh. I love those. Everybody listen to Adam. Yeah, please do. Uh, West, Phoenix against whoever the eight will be. Could be Clippers, could be Pelicans, will be Spurs. Um, but uh, I, I like the Suns in five. Four, probably four. I don't know. Like, it doesn't really matter to me who they play. I respect the Clippers. I respect Ty Lue. If they get the Spurs, it could go seven, but I'm picking the Suns at four just because <laughs> we don't know. But give me Suns at four. Uh, I'm going to go... Oh, remember Suns in four guy? Suns in oh, four? Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. He yes. was like the coolest person for like two weeks. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know where he is right now. Um... <laughs> I bet he's saying Suns in four, wherever he is. Like... Suns in four if it's the Pels or the Spurs. Suns in five if it's uh, the Clippers. I think, you know, the Clippers could steal a game. Okay. Owen? Yeah, I'm going to agree. If it's the Pelicans, then I'm going to say Suns in four. And then if it's the Clippers, I'm actually going to say Suns in six because Paul George looks pretty good. Playoff P. So I'll give him two games. Yeah. And what if it's the Spurs? (laughs) Three. Three. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, I know. They'll probably wave the white flag by game four. They won't, they won't <laughs> want to go into the AT&T Center down 3-0. Uh, Adam, what do you have? I'll agree with the majority and go Suns in four. Okay. All right. There we go. 2-7. This is actually going to be fun. Memphis, Minnesota. Minnesota beat the Clippers last night in an, uh, <laughs> in uh, quite the win. I, uh, You know, the seven-seed championship was won by the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves yesterday. And... Uh, <laughs> this series will actually be very close. The games in the regular season were good. Uh, who knows what happened to Carl Towns yesterday? That was like one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. But uh, I'm going to pick Memphis in probably about six. It looks like Jaws healthy. I'm going to give the Timberwolves some respect, give them two games. I like the well coached. Maybe Towns plays a little better, but ultimately, I got to go with the Grizz. I'm going to go Memphis in five, I think. You get a rested up jaw, he'll be ready to bounce. Um, and Memphis has been crushing absolutely every team that they've played here down the stretch. And I know they've had some close games with the T Wolves, but 
The T-Wolves, yeah, they did uh, did prove me wrong. I did guarantee the Clippers to win, so hand tough. up. That was tough. But they're still, like, I'm not trusting them because, like Phil said, he showed me the video where they're acting like they won the NBA championship, jumping on the tables, like, ripping their jerseys off. So, once again, I feel like they're a super young team, and if you're already doing that kind of stuff and not really hiding how... Like, act like you're supposed to be there, not like it was a miracle that you <laughs> got the seventh seed. Like, act like you've been there before. So, I think they're not going to be as prepared. They're just going to, like I said, be happy to be there, and Memphis will, will finish it before they know it. Yeah. Owen, what do you have? Yeah, I'm going to go with Memphis in four. Oh. Uh, I think that, yeah. So, I actually, Phil knows this, but I actually hate the Grizzlies, or the T-Wolves. It's a very um, weird passion, but, but I respect the hell out of it. Yeah, I really, I really dislike them. I think I'm going to talk a bit about this later, but I mean, I think that team is capped uh, at their ceiling is Carl Anthony Towns, and he, I think, is tends to bring them down rather than elevate them. Oftentimes, um, and I think clearly we saw yesterday the effect that that can have. Like he, they won in spite of Carl Anthony Towns, not because of. They won because and I think he that's going to continue. Out. That's exactly right. Yeah. If he had stayed in the game, it might have been, it might have not finished the way it finished. So I don't like the team at all. And then um, to the Grizzlies, I mean, like Alex said, they've been crushing people down the stretch. The team is um, just, you know, they're playing so well. And then you add a piece like John Rant and All Star on top of that already great team. I know that this is going to be a really heated series and that they've had close battles, but. I just think the Grizzlies are uh, a cut above. You don't think Patrick Beverly can swing a game with his seven points <laughs> <a game. laughs> and two steals? I mean, dep- depends on how much yelling he does. Because oh, right. this is going to be big for him because he used to play for the Grizzlies. People forget. Yeah. Oh, He was there for damn. two days. Wow, revenge series. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's huge. For, you know, two days, like Patrick Beverly, two days and, and then a trade for Patrick Beverly is like you shot him in the face. Yeah. Like, that's what, how you disrespect. The Grizzlies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'll also go to your yeah. game and put on a jersey of your team and just sit courtside. Yeah. Uh-huh. As yeah. referring to the Clippers. I remember that. That's that was, true. And then <laughs> spit on you after. Yeah, literally. Like, what's uh-huh. happening? Uh-huh. I liked how uh, <laughs> Patrick Beverly spent... I don't know if you saw him on the J.J. Redick podcast, but he was... Uh, they asked him about what happened with the Grizzlies, and he was like, they traded for me, and I thought I was going to be, you know, starting guard, me and John Morant. And it was like, dude. Uh. <laughs> oh, and he was like, and then he's like, the GM called me, and he was talking about, like, we're bringing you off the bench. And I was like, reroute me. Like, I don't want to be there. It's like, um, have you seen Desmond Bain, maybe, dude? I don't know. <laughs> like, like, you're not starting. Fam. Reroute me, that will be no problem. Yeah, like, uh-huh. we'll work on that. <laughs> Suckered the T-Wolves into that one. Uh, Adam, what do you have? Grizzlies in four. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Adams has a lot of fours so yeah. far. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, three, six. We got Golden State against Denver. Steph Curry is practicing, but I don't know how likely he is to play maybe the early games of this series. He'd probably be back for at least, like I would guess, three or four. I'm not sure. And uh, Denver, unlikely to have Murray or Porter for the entire playoffs is what the uh, report said. I like Denver in this series. I don't know why. I I don't know why. It's just a feeling has come over yeah. me that this is just an MVP-type series from Jokic. And I like Golden State. I respect Golden State. It's a tough place to play. I know they have home court. But give me the Nugs. I'm going Nugs and Six. Wild, Phil craziness what do you have i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with the warriors and six so maybe it's not that crazy because i'm gonna give 
Denver two games. And I'm gonna give Denver, I'm gonna give Jokic two games more specifically because he is so good, in my opinion, the definitive MVP that I think he will single-handedly win his team two games and the Warriors will make enough mistakes to lose two games. But that being said, I, I do believe at some point Curry's going to come back, whether that's, you know, game three or whatever it is, but I think he'll be back. Um, and I think he will have a, you know, a clear impact on this series. We forget how, obviously he has a couple down months even before he got hurt, but he, he was playing at a high level at some point during this year. So I think he's still going to be a great productive player. And, uh, I think the experience that this team has, the coaching, and the way that some of the young guys are playing will, uh, will win them the series. Yeah, I was going to go Golden State in five, but like you said, I'll give I'll give Jokic another game. I just think it's too much. I said it on the last pod. Like, I res- and, and this is strictly because of Jokic. Like, I think he could win two games against Golden State. I just think it's too much. Um, they're going to get Curry back and Poole and Thompson. Draymond Green is right low-key MVP because he's the most impactful player in the NBA when he touches the ball. So yeah. if he's going to be on the floor, it's going to be a disaster for everybody. Um, per minute, nobody's better. And, and and it's just like, yeah, per minute, nobody's better. And it's just like, it's Austin Rivers and Jeff Green and, a lot of and Monte Morris and a lot of Compazzo. Like, I just, I can. I think Golden State's so much deeper and... You just need one guy to have an unreal game. Like one Jordan Poole 30 game, one Thompson 30-point game, a couple Curry games, and the series is over. But I'll, I'll be nice to my guy, and then I'll give him two wins. So yeah. uh, couple State Draymond six. Green 30 pieces. Yeah, yeah couple, couple well, of those. Well, it's more like um, seven points, seven assists, <laughs> seven rebounds. It totals to one 30. One steal, and it totals to 30. Because <laughs> yeah. like I said, the assists are worth about two to three points. Uh-huh. I also, I forgot that this is the time of year where he starts shooting 40% from three. And <laughs> yeah, I forgot to put that so, into it. So uh, I forgot to equate that, but I still like the nugs. Adam, what do you have? I'll take the Warriors in five games. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Adam's calling for a lot of quick series. We're going to have round wow. two in about three days. <laughs> you listen to your advice. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, yeah. The, the later rounds are better. Um, Dallas Mavericks, four seed. Utah Jazz, five seed. Luka Doncic, obviously, is a story here. He's got a calf strain. For some reason, he was playing at the AT&T Center in a game they really had nothing to lose or play for, <laughs> nothing to gain uh, against the Spurs, and he strained his calf. They, I saw him on a walking boot the other day. Uh, they've been very quiet about what exactly like happened to him. They said there's no timetable. Um, if I had to guess, I don't think he's going to play. But I still like Mavericks. Okay. Um, really? <laughs> um, like, I don't know. Because that's disrespectful. It is disrespectful. <laughs> but what if he does come back? This one is just impossible to predict. I'm going to say he comes back for like game five. And I'm gonna oh take... my god! Yeah, Jazz are up like three zero, and then joke. he comes back game four, <laughs> and, and they just <laughs> rattle off four. Yeah, okay. no, that could really happen. But he, uh, no, I'm going with the. Uh, no, I don't want to watch the Jazz. Give me the Mavs in six. I don't have a take. There. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jazz in. <sighs> jazz in six. Just because I think the basketball gods will punish the Mavs. Just because they're stupid. Why is you is is Luca playing in a meaning meaningless game at the end of the year? Strained his calf. I think it, the calf could be honestly a huge problem. And I know we've made fun of Utah a lot, but they do still have a pretty good team. I like Mitchell and Gobert and 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 Conley. And I'm not going to disrespect them so much as to saying like 
uh, Powell and Jalen Brunson and Jalen Brunson are going to cook them. So, um, <laughs> you know, I I'll, I'll, huge I'll, Dinwiddie series, huge Dinwiddie series. <laughs> so I just if Luca's not playing, like it might even go five. So. How about the Jazz don't be stupid and wrap the series up as quick as possible before Luka comes back? It'd be smart if they could just sweep them. But um, Actually, sorry, no. Now I'm going to go Jazz in five because I think they realize that. Like We need to get this series over as quick as possible. So I'm going to go Jazz in five. Owen, what do you have? Uh, I'm going to go the Mavericks in seven. And I don't have a strong take here, but I just think the Jazz are so dysfunctional that I think... I don't think Mitchell is going to be in the right headspace and in the right with the right attitude to want to, you know, play the best basketball and win this series. I think he he, here's my little conspiracy is I think he wants out of Utah. And so Mm. the way he looks at it is like, if we can melt down and have another collapse, then they're going to have to do something like I'm going to have to get out of there. Oh. But if they win the series, then it's like, oh, and then you play whoever you play the next round, and then you lose. It's like, ah, it makes more sense. You're leaving on good so terms he's gonna... almost, like, where it's like you won yeah. a series. and Well, you're like, yeah. there's something to build on for next year if you've won a round. But if right. you just flame out, it's like, he has to go. Yeah. He has to go. You have to blow it up. Like, you bur- you, lo- you melted down and lost to Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie. Like, that's... That's you know, what you I'm saying, though. But, like, I, I understand your point, but... I still feel like he's a competitive guy, and it's still a little embarrassing to have on your resume that you lost to Jalen Brunson and Dinwiddie in the <laughs> yeah. seven-game series. Uh-huh. You know, well, Davis Bertans could get hot. Davis Bertans could get hot. So, for the record, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a actually a Jalen Brunson fan. Me but too. Oh, yeah. I, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think he's definitely like this is a pretty shaky take, and there's not a lot of evidence to support it but i'm gonna make it anyway that's exactly what i what i had to it was like <laughs> this table is very wobbly but i'm gonna stand on it i got nothing other, yeah, nothing yeah. else to do adam what do you have yeah. here uh i'll take the jazz in seven okay let's go that's gonna be a long one yeah okay here we go these teams are close <laughs> these teams are close uh to win the west we've got <laughs> phoenix is the overwhelming favorite uh golden state is has the second best odds memphis has the third Dallas has the fourth, Denver and Utah five. Uh, chalk, give me Phoenix. I, I would be very surprised if they don't make the finals. I'd be very, very, very surprised. So I hate to call for a rematch of last year's finals because it was the worst finals ever if you listened to our last show. It was pretty bad. So, But I'm going to do it anyway because these two teams are the best teams. So I'm calling it. Yeah, I'm going to take the Suns. The West just isn't as strong, right? Yeah, and and I heard a pretty good point. I forgot who it was, but they were saying, like, this is the year for Chris Paul because the Clippers are all hurt. Um, Denver doesn't have their all of their guys. Um, other teams are just going to keep getting better. Memphis is going to keep getting better. So, like, you're well above. Like, you know, Golden State's still shaky. Like, this is the year. Like, you're clearly above everybody else. Like, you're you're going to want to do it this year. So, I I don't hate calling for a finals rematch. I thought it was pretty good and. It's kind of usually how the finals go, right? You get a cup. Most of the time, you get at least a, a rematch. Yeah, sometimes. More recently than not. Owen, what do you have, Suns? Yeah, the Suns. I think this is a historically good team, and I would be shocked if we didn't see them win a championship. Yeah, I completely That's agree. what I'm going to say. I think they have to be the prohibitive favorite to win the chip. This is their year, for sure. I don't... Yeah. I, think, I think the look on his face is he's about to call an upset. <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking the Warriors. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. You've loved the Warriors this year. 
Yeah. You had them for the over. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh-huh. I hit that. Big Steph guy. Yeah. Big. They're going to be nice when he comes back. That's my take. I agree. I think I, I, I agree that. that. Yeah, I can do. support that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I get behind that. Uh-huh. I might just change off the Nuggets right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, quickly, the play-in, I actually like it. I think it's pretty good. I enjoyed watching the games yesterday. Um, the Timberwolves game was pretty spectacular to watch. Like It was kind of memorable just based on the reactions and the glue lady. So uh, I'm gonna, I am gonna. like the play-in in general. Uh, we'll see how it goes today, but do you guys have any big takes on it? Anything you want to see changed about it? I love the play-in. Like, I think it's – I don't know. I think single elimination basketball is so fun. Like It's like a you know, March Madness type thing so i mean i love that that's my that's my thing and the games yesterday were great at least the uh the timberwolves game and the clippers game was great like it was very back and forth the guys clearly care a lot which is sometimes rare to see um not in this, not in the playoffs but you know just in the regular season it's nice to see guys really put you know care yeah and turn so, it up to 10 yeah turn it up to 10 so i i really enjoy it yeah i i like it too i, I saw some people like hating that like you know, the, the Timberwolves won 40-something games this year, and the fact that they couldn't make the playoffs is unfair. It's like, well, maybe they shouldn't be the seventh seed if they're going to lose two games and then one of them's coming against the Pelicans or the Spurs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. if you're, right, like, you, you lose two straight games, and it's like, well, you know, either be the sixth seed or be, be like, it shouldn't be crazy to beat a tenth seed in a one-all one game. Yeah. It, that shouldn't be some, like, oh, it's not like you're playing the Suns to get in or something. Like, Literally. It's, it's I don't I don't know they're acting like it's you know they're they they give the Spurs like a thirty point lead to start the game and it's like well how the hell are we gonna do this like yeah. come on rally the troops like uh-huh. oh my god right we're so probably gonna to hit on your 30, Spurs no we're but, probably gonna be up thirty to nothing so it's yeah okay. probably so but uh, I I kind of think it's an invalid take it's just like it's it's the ninth and tenth seed dude like that shouldn't be a, a yeah. huge obstacle to complete I completely agree <laughs> with this because it's like it works both ways you don't want teams to tank then have the backside yeah. of the bracket try to compete for the playoffs and why are is it why is a like a seventh seed like something that's like whoa like a seventh seed shouldn't have to participate you, yeah, in, in exactly participate it's like get in the top six dude like you're a seven like it's not uh that's yeah. how i see it anyway i agree i i don't like the people who just complain about it mm-hmm. i think it's good and it's better than the system we had where teams were just not trying because they were out in the 10th seed mm-hmm. the spurs won 34 games this year if they had no reason to play for the play-in they yeah. probably would have won like 26 but you know, they actually yeah. tried down the stretch so they could make it. You're so. you're out yeah. here with the Kings trying to make an all-in move to go into the playing tournament. I mean, the yeah. playing tournament. If you're making the Kings go all-in at the NBA deadline to get into the playing tournament, like you're doing something right. So yeah. uh-huh. this is it's fine. It should stay. The Kings said, "All in, all in, all in." Future for now. We want the eight seed. We want to get mercy killed by the Phoenix Suns in round one. We want to be the squirrel that gets hit by the tire. That's oh what we're God. looking for. Um, anyway, the NBA Finals has changed their logo back to the script. I actually like it. Like it, the script is nice. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the it's finals, phenomenal. Right? Yes, it's one of the best logos ever. I don't know why they got rid of it, but like. Uh, I don't. It doesn't affect my life in any way until they actually start putting the trophy on the floor again. That's when I start mm-hmm. caring. I was gonna. Yes. They were actually my genius of the week because I really, really like the finals logo and just the handwriting is like I don't know. It brings back memories from like you know like the early, like late two thousand ten so, um, or late two thousands. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, the but, late but like Phil said, the way <laughs> yeah, 2020. Oh, what a what? Where was I in 2020? How old was I? It brings um, back memories brings of the back Cavs. Memories sweet. The, yeah, brings back memories of the bubble, <laughs> Lakers and Heat. Um, but like Phil said, if you really want to impress everybody, I need that giant freaking trophy on the floor, like the Magic um, Lakers, Magic Lakers series. Spurs Cavs series I think had it too. Yeah. That thing is unreal. And then when the team wins the NBA championship, I need the inflatable. Oh, the inflatable yeah. trophy, oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like mid court. Where yeah. they get the inflatable one. So I need that too. So so far good step. I might get the inflatable from my front yard. Just just have just it year round. The Larry O'Brien. <laughs> Larry B. No, I'm a big fan. I think it's uh I think it looks more it's just like more classic will look. Yeah. The the new it's like why were we changing it? You know? It's it's like to me the the script just screams like NBA finals. It, it screams like Mike Breen, you know, like Marv Albert like it's Bang. playoffs. Bang. Exactly. It's like very classy. Yeah. I feel like it's uh it's a great look. So I'm all in on the script. Anyway, uh Sacramento, they're not bringing back Alvin Gentry. Here is the short list read off by uh, Jason Anderson and the Sacramento B of their next coaches, maybe. It was quite a list. There was like 15. I, I cut it down to the best five. Uh, Terry Stotts, Kenny Atkinson, Steve Clifford, Mike Brown, Mike D'Antoni. It's literally like the Kings are just like, all right, like who can get us to 40 wins? Like who's going to, who's going to get us to 40. That's not a bad list. If that's what your goal is, but Mike, Mike Brown is, is a wild choice. That's... Mike Brown's been passed around for like 20 years. So I don't know. I, I it's, it's nice to see the Kings finally refreshing, you know, they've <laughs> finally, yeah. you know, let's get a new coach in here. Um, time to refresh, you know, the roster a little bit, refresh the culture, um, you know, they've been, <laughs> they've been doing, you know, they've had the same system in place for such a long time. So it's nice to see them finally decide to, you know, let's, let's actually start this rebuild the right way. Yeah. Let's let our hair down yeah. a little bit yeah. here and, uh, let this rebuild go. Yeah, no, it's good. It's like, yeah, a new it's step in the right direction. I would say like, maybe, you know, maybe give George Carl a call, a call yeah. you know, yeah. restart the rebuild. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he Boogie was won't be there, so there won't yeah. be any problems. I was going to say, uh-huh. he was there in the middle of the rebuild. Uh-huh. Maybe he can be the guy to finish it off. It's like, you tried. It wasn't your fault. Now you get oh. a couple more yeah. whacks at it yeah. and just finish it off. <laughs> it wasn't your fault. Uh, snakes on the plane. George Carl, what a beast. Um, I really, I really, really do want to stop talking about the Lakers. I think this is actually, I kind of don't, I don't, it's like a weird, like, I, love I just it. love talking about the Lakers. I honestly. think this is hopefully the last time we have to talk about them for a bit. We, we were on the Nick Nurse news before everybody. I'll say that we had, yeah, that. we had that way early. Um, Juwan Howard said he wants to go back to Michigan to coach his kids. So he's kind of off. You guys mentioned the names on that list. Nick Nurse was a favorite. Um, but the favorite on the board was Mark Jackson. And LeBron was, quote, enthused by the idea of Mark Jackson. Let me just say this. Mark Jackson is one of the worst basketball coaches I've seen in the last decade. The idea that he's like some like visionary to fix yeah. the Lakers is ridiculous. So I hope it happens. Second of all, with the Lakers, they did get rid of Frank Vogel. Um, Russell Westbrook said he didn't know what his deal was with me because he sent him a bottle of champagne for his anniversary. 
it's like, dude, like, you know, there's actually like a playing basketball element to this as well. Like yeah. maybe you're just not that good at that mm-hmm. right now. And then uh, LeBron also said that he wouldn't consider this year a failure. This is not a fake quote. This year is, quote, not a failure because the team worked together every day on trying to get better. Mm. So that, that was <laughs> That's quite... something he can bring up in his resume against Jordan. Yeah. Was, were Jordan's teams working to get better every day? No. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What was the camaraderie grade? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I think, say what you will, but that's ring five right there. Yeah, oh, well, five and six. Five and six, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a matter of time before uh, LeBron starts saying, like, in these interviews, like, you know, this 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 year wasn't a failure because we won a lot of games of Warzone. Like, me and AD. Yeah. 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 Me, AD, yeah. and Russ, like, we got, like, yeah. probably, like, 10 wins on Warzone. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Well, we tried really yeah. hard every game. Uh-huh. And I think that's yeah. that's the most important thing, that we had fun this season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back to Mark Jackson. Why why LeBron's so enthused? Well, I think he's just going to be LeBron's puppet. Like, uh, obviously. Like, obviously. Here's what my thing. Like, Nick Nurse, like, why would any person with self-respect, like, like quit their job where they're like well regarded <laughs> to like go be lebron's like you know like baby for a couple of months oh. before he decides he doesn't like you and then yeah. you're just dead on the road again like i don't understand why they're like <laughs> nick nurse is like our guy it's like oh is he really oh that's interesting but he gets to live in la dude that, toronto's a little village it's cold yeah, yeah and it's cold it's warm over there can i feel what happened to uh David Blatt. Do you remember him? Oh, my goodness. Dude, he, LeBron is canceled in Turkey. I don't know if you knew this because uh, because the way they treated David Blatt, like LeBron's like the most hated man in Turkey. I wow. swear it's true. He's like banned there. Because Damn, David hilarious. Blatt won like 50 games, made the finals, and then LeBron was just like, I hate this guy. Like he doesn't like speak like good enough English for me. Like get rid of him. And they were like 30 and 10 and fired him. It was like, what are you guys doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, good times. LeBron has had like good for Eric Spolstra for hanging on because LeBron's had some episodes with his coaches. Remember the year with Luke Walton? Like, what? what? Uh, Anyway, football. This one's fresh over the wire. Baker Mayfield 100% feels disrespected by the Browns. 100%? Quote, I feel disrespected 100% because I was told one thing and they did another. That's what I'm in the middle of right now. It got my taste because I've had four different coaches in four years, a bunch of different coordinators. I'm just looking for stabilization right now, and I know what I need for me to be the best version of me and lead an organization. That's what Baker Mayfield says. Yeah. I mean, here's a take. I was going to say 100% the Browns don't care how you feel yeah, like yeah. at this point at this point nobody like nobody cares you don't have a team dude like, you're, gonna, you're gonna end up like finding stability with the zippers next year yeah at this rate hey baker like she packed her stuff she's like living at a different house it's over like you don't yeah. have to be like i feel disrespected like it's over she the, doesn't care she just she's she, not listening yeah they have Josh Dobbs and Jacoby Brissett. They got three starting quarterbacks. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're literally fine. A high end backup. Yeah. Do not worry. Um, Baker Mayfield, what a guy. I don't you have anything on that one? No. Okay. You got it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders, three year extension for Derek Carr, $121 million. I mean, good because he's only 31. He would have had to retire if he left. So, mm-hmm. I mean, good, 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 for, uh, good for the Raiders for doing this guy's service. I think Derek Carr, if you do a short list, We'll obviously ask Alex how he feels in a second because he's he's the most important take here. Um, if you do a short list of people who like the respect around the football community went up for them over the last year, he would make the top ten. I would say, probably over the last year. Yeah, 
Like, I would say he's more well thought of now than he was at this time last year, for sure. Yeah. I was going to say, so on Derek Carr, like, you signed this big extension. He's obviously been with your team since, what, 2015, 2014, 2015? 2014, I think. Yeah. 2014. Like, I get he's not that bad, but, I I mean, I feel like a guy like Derek Carr, he's locked that franchise into, like, probably 10, What's it's going to end up being a little bit over 10 years or around 10 years of just mediocrity. Because he's that quarterback where you can't you can't like cut and move on, but he's also not good enough to where you're going to win a championship or even win like, like a playoff game. I kind of like I, the stake. You end up you okay. end up like just in no man's land for ten years of your franchise. It just know. seems like so I, sad. To I think me. his roster has like, been like so bad for like four or five years that now he actually has a pretty decent roster, and I don't think he's like that much different from Matthew Stafford. I guess. I think like I know, but wow. and then and then people sign Kirk Cousins for three years, and it's like give me like eight wins this year. Kirk. Yeah, well, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I is put like, him in the same category. Yeah, okay, that's disrespectful. He is not. No, Kirk I think Cousins there's like level. levels. Like he's like Derek Carr's better than Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Let's get this on the record. Right, right. That's my. Yeah. He's better. That's my take. But he's like also like, he's not like so much better. Where I'm like, oh, like obvious obviously better you know what i'm saying yeah. and i'm what alex is saying about bad roster that he had that's very true he did have a very bad roster but at the same time that's like kind of like a trick it's like oh like justin herbert has a bad roster like his team still wins nine games yeah. now it's like now that he's got the pieces maybe he'll win a playoff game like i kind of I, I see both sides here because i respect Derek yeah. Carr. i want to be a respecter but at the same time i mean he was throwing a like Deshaun Jackson in the Cincy game. Yeah, that is true. And he was also like, throwing to Amari Cooper for years. Fair point. Fair point. But he, <laughs> like, that, Michael Crabtree. Yeah, but that team was like <laughs> Jack Del Rio, and yeah. everyone was like 20 years old and had no idea what was going on. I can't People really forget Jack Del Rio. Not getting it guy. done with Amari Cooper. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think, I think it's good. And I think, like, like, I wouldn't, like, we could get to the, you know, like, well, the wild card round. The AFC is stacked, which sucks. But like, I get what you guys are saying. Like, what are you gonna do? You can't like you can't cut him. Like, yeah. trade him. Like, well, I don't. It's tough to upgrade, right? So, but I I don't know. I think with this is maybe the best team he's had in years. So, um, I agree. Yeah, we'll see what it's happens. Make or break. I don't know. I just think like, in my opinion, and this is probably gonna sound crazy, but like, I'd almost rather have a horrible quarterback, like a Josh Rosen. Where it's like you know he's so bad, you it, it makes sense to cut him and move on, and then you can keep searching for like a Justin Herbert or like a Patrick Mahomes yeah, like, or like a game changer. Oh, and there's like financial like implications. I know. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, <laughs> I know. I know. Have to be I'm just saying it's like kind of brutal to have this. You're stuck for ten years with this guy who is never gonna. He's never. He's gonna be good enough to stay in the job, but not good enough to win your playoff series. It's do you just like, think? Seems like a. How much better do you think Stafford is than Derek Carr? I think they're the same. I think Stafford's better. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys, better, were, but you guys wouldn't have said close. that, though, when he was on the line. That's true. That's a fair point. So I just I think if he upgrades the roster around him, then I think. Well, Adam saw it. the whole time. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah, I would have okay. said he was good. Um, I feel like, first of all, on Phil's, he's gained so much respect in the last year. I feel like we had the most respect for him like that season he broke his leg. I feel like that's when everyone loved Derek Carr the most. Yeah, but his stock was going down after True. that. And, yeah. then, and then it came back up last year is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, and I think we're disrespecting him a bit too much because that season he broke his leg, they were like, what, 12-2, and 12-3? Like, yeah. some, they were 
like number one seed. So yeah, and then they <laughs> then they went to play the Yates of Hell with Connor Cook. That's yeah, right, so, TJ Yates. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I, Owen's take of like you'll never get anywhere with him. I don't think that's true at all. But he's definitely not gonna like. He's not Mahomes. So pretty big sample size. Ten years is a long time. I like the idea of Owen running an NFL team and he gets like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the perfect quarterback. He gets like, uh, he gets like Matt Ryan and he's just like, no, like, like, give me the worst quarterback <laughs> yeah. we can find. Yeah. Get us like, big. No. And he's like, the place I don't want to be is having like the 10th best to like the 20th best. I want to have like 20 yes. or back or 10 or up. I don't want to be in the middle. Yeah. Like <laughs> Dak, get yeah. rid of him. Cut him. Like, I, I need a tr- I need a lottery ticket. Let's take this guy in the third round from Washington State. Maybe it'll work out. Um, sure. A uh, couple more. Great quote from uh, Rich Bisaccia this week, who's now coaching the Packers special teams. He said about special teams, it's not offense, it's not defense, it's we-fence because it's the only place <laughs> on the field where offense and defense work together. And then he called the punt the most important play in football. So uh, Bill Belichick <laughs> would agree. Bill Belichick yeah. would agree. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a flamer. I mean, that's just the new wave. This is you're going to be looking in a few years. We're going to be looking back on this like, yeah, Rich knew. Rich was like a prophet. He's <laughs> predicting the future. Actually, it's like a trendsetter. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a special teams driven leak, and that was punt talk. Um, <laughs> all right, defense. Uh, uh, the Kirk Cousins. This is a quick Viking segment. Kirk Cousins says that's it. He quote hopes to earn the right to retire with the Vikings, and then uh, Dalvin Cook is also changing his number to four. In case you were wondering, so uh, it's just, college number. Yeah, so mm-hmm. lit. A I mean, great quarterback like Kirk Cousins <laughs> in Vikings history hasn't earned the right to retire. I thought he would have already earned it. Yeah, the Vikings so fans good. are like, please retire right now so you can yeah. retire and part of the Vikings. Yeah. It's Easter this weekend. Very exciting times. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about some things we could do. Instead, I thought we'll make this very brief. And I wrote down a couple classic candies. That you, wow. get, that you get at Easter. And you know what? In your mind, when I say classic Easter candies, just if the first number that comes to mind, don't think about this too much. How many do you think there actually are? Like three. Yeah. Five? There can't be that many. I guess I'm just an idiot because like I thought there was going to be like 20. But it oh. turns out there's maybe like five. Like, like I think there's probably closer to five. So I'm going to just list a couple off. You tell me like, I don't know, Madden rating? Of like what you're giving it sure. when you get it in in the basket uh-huh. is that does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Easy. All right. The first one is the the individually wrapped chocolate egg. The you know like they've had it since like the 1800s. But it's like yeah. hollow on the inside, right? No. Like no, no, no. 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 Like the little wrapper ones. The little wrapper. No, they're solid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Aluminum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ate a couple this right. morning. Let's that's go. like a 68 bronze. That's you get that in a starter pack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're, yeah. Ne- you're definitely not like building the franchise around that, but yeah. that's like a solid but starter. You're, you're never unhappy to get it. So I'd say it's like a 73. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I was literally going to say 73. So I'll go 74. Wow, that is Value pick. I think generous. It's, I, I like 68 bronze. I think that's the perfect yeah. way to describe it. Right. And after about a week of playing the game, that's a card that you get it and you just instant quick sell. <laughs> yeah. uh, the peeps, the like marshmallow bunny. You know what I'm oh, talking it's a about? 34. Yeah. <laughs> I hate those I things. I hate that. Me that too. is nasty. Some people love them. Never had them. No, I've had it once and never again. Owen, what do you have? 
Um, I would say they're see the flavor is not good, but they're also better. It's like more, I don't know. It's better than the, just the chocolate eggs. It's like a bit more high class. What? So I'm going to give that a 70. Okay. So okay. 70 <laughs> for the peeps. Uh, I got classic jelly beans. I'm That's a, a 75 gold. Not a big jelly bean guy, like 55. Uh, oh, I love a jelly bean. I like a good jelly bean. You like a good jelly bean. Me too. Bean. If it's like a bad flavor, I'm not touching that, but I like Do a they red. have like Easter themed jelly beans or is it just the regular jelly beans? There's like, they're like an Easter staple, I would say. Okay. Like they're just regular. Though. Yeah. Okay, yeah. There's nothing new about Red, them. blue, green. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. Maybe they're more pastel color. Okay. In base. I don't know. I'm going um, like 60. Yeah, they're not great. You're, you're not, not a good. bean guy? Nah. Uh-huh. Some some of us is just not for everybody, I guess. Uh, the cream egg—that's the one that's hollow and it has the cream filling inside. For me, I think it's like a twenty. But whoa, no, whoa, I, whoa, that's an whoa. eighty-eight. That's an eighty-eight. <laughs> I do not like the cream egg. I don't know what it is. Nah. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop the like eighty-nine right now. Eighty-nine. Like a Bobby whoa. Wagner. <laughs> eighty-nine, eighty-seven. No. Around Owen's there. a big vote right here. This is a, this is a. This is a 77 gold. <laughs> it's 80, gold. 87. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa, are you crazy? This is a 77. <laughs> yeah, 10 points lower. Uh-huh. We're talking gold to elite card right Only now. reason I'm not giving yeah. it a 90 is because after you have one, odds are you're not having the second because yeah. it's way too sweet. Yeah. But it hits the first time. It does. It does. I, it, it does, and you give it a 20. No, I like... I'm talking about... There's different eggs, okay? There's same eggs that have cream filling, like Oreo filling, you know? Like, that's a, that's oh, a slapper, okay, okay. you know? You have that. That's like a 95. Like, you have one of those. That is... That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of like a, a stomach ache waiting to happen type deal, yeah. so you got to be careful with those. Uh, chocolate bunny. The big chocolate bunny. This like a fifty-five. I'm sorry. No, I can. It's give it... too much. Never gets eaten. Yeah, it's more for display. More for display, yeah. but I'm gonna give it an eighty because it's like you can work on it over a couple days. <laughs> just so nine just, on it. Yeah, one day you're working on the ear, the next day the head, and then you finish <laughs> it all out. So I'm, work I'm, on the leg. Yeah, yeah, work on the leg a little bit. I'm gonna give it an eighty. Yeah, I'll say like seventy-eight. Always happy to see it make an appearance. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, the last one, Kinder Surprise. The eggs. Wait, wait, wait. Are we not doing mini eggs? Yeah, oh. I, was, I was waiting for mini eggs the whole time. Because that's like eggs. a 90. Mini eggs. 99. <laughs> 91. I think it's just 90. me. I don't like them. Wow. I it is know. just you. You need yeah. to microwave them. I'm serious. You put really? them in a bowl, you microwave them for like 20 seconds, and then it's like you bite on it, and the chocolate on the inside is soft, and it like melts out. And oh, it's really? So fr- it's so good. Mm-hmm. I'm telling Why don't you, you put some ice cream in there now that I think of it. Oh, yeah, now we're that actually might kind of bang. Yeah, yeah. It might. Well, apparently, mini eggs are the hot seller. Easter, you know, I thought there was more candies than that in my brain. There you were was thinking more. like it's Halloween. Yeah, because there's like you know, like there's like Reese has some versions of like Easter candy and stuff. You know, yeah, like, they do. but they're not really like memorable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because with Halloween, you got like classics, but with Easter, you don't really. All right. Well, happy Easter to the people. Have a good long weekend. Um, Cap or not, did anybody have anything this week? I personally don't. Yeah. I don't know. Some days it just doesn't come, you know? We had some unanimous cups this week. 
Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, my no conclusive is kind of a cap. Okay, right on, you saved it. I'll save it. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> I like it. It'll be part cap. Let's go. Right on, so. Um, bozo of the week. Let's do it. Let's let's get some bozoity in there. What do you have on? Um, so my bozo this week is Mario Hazonia. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, I had this. I had this in the NBA, and I just skipped it. I think it was a. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So the story is Mario Hazonia, who I guess I think the last team he played for was the Knicks. It was maybe? the Blazers in nineteen uh, twenty. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but he has he had a statement. Um, where he was kind of blasting the NBA and where he said he was never going to return to the NBA. So he said, I'm not going to return to the NBA. I didn't get the respect I deserved. Also, in my opinion, the NBA is more of a show than the game itself. So I think he's sticking to, I think he's playing in EuroLeague right now. He's in uh, um, He's in the Croatian League and he's averaging 17, yeah. 8, and 3. I did a little research on this. <laughs> but, it's, but he wants to be clear. It's like, you know, he could go back, but he's choosing not to go back because the it's like he's in it for the game of basketball and they don't really care about basketball in the NBA yeah. and he doesn't get enough respect. Yeah, he doesn't want to play for the Harlem Globetrotters. Like, this is it's <laughs> yeah. a joke over there in the NBA. It's literally like it's yeah. it's a joke. I mean, it's, this is coming from the guy who stepped over LeBron in a uh, in a March game when they were both eliminated from the playoffs. Same guy, by the way. I mean, everybody knows, like, where is the basketball capital of the world? Like, where do they respect basketball more than anywhere else? It's Croatia. Yeah, that's right. That's uh-huh. where it's at. Wow. Mario Hizonia, he's he's up there this week. What do you have? Uh, my bulls of the week, uh, and it's yeah a little bit related to the Sixers Raptors series. It comes by uh, Elliot Shore Parks, um, and like I said, 76ers fans are already in shambles. And this guy's like a beat reporter for the 76ers, and he wrote an article saying why um, 76ers fans shouldn't be worried about their chances against the Raptors. And he listed out a bunch of reasons, um, and one of his points was that the Raptors only have role players. And that the 76ers have stars. 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 Maybe, maybe one star. <laughs> I'm not sure about <laughs> stars. Um, and he referred to Fred VanVleet being a role player, Siakam being a role player. You know, Scotty Barnes is just an average role player. Um, someone's got to get this guy a lead pass. Yeah. Siakam, <laughs> I know he has, like, after the championship, Siakam wasn't great, but he was the second option, basically, on an NBA championship team. Fred Van Vliet um, was unbelievable in the finals. And to just call them role players is a little bit silly. Fred Van Vliet was an all-star. Siakam could be all-NBA third team this year. I think that's, you know, not crazy. So a um, bit disrespectful. I think it's a it's a bozo take. Just, like, get get league pass. Like, mm. Watch a couple games. We've yeah. And the fact that role players have beaten your team three times and you've only beaten us once doesn't bode so well for your team. Another reason uh, yeah. it was funny. Another reason was uh, DeAndre Jordan won't play in the series, so oh. we don't, so they don't have to worry. Nice. That's mm. that's their weak, that's their weak link. So. Yeah, yeah. So he's really <laughs> making them feel good. Well, I mean, like we all know, the Sixers picked off the key piece from the Raptors championship team, Danny Green. That's so, true. I mean, they have Danny Green, and we don't. So that's yeah. another advantage. That's the swing right there. <laughs> yeah, um, I just can't wait. All these guys are gonna eat their words. Wow. I'm excited. I, I like yeah. Raptor fan Owen. He's kind of back these days. Yeah, he had, took him a while, but like uh, he's into full Raptor mode now. Well, to be fair, Tampa Raptors was kind of a joke. So yeah, that was tough. But I'm we actually wearing my Raptor socks today. Let's go with the Raptor on. Nice, yeah. Nine, number ninety-five, the Raptor. 
Number yeah, ninety five. Uh-huh. Let's go. That's yep. a, that's lit. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my bozo of the week this week is insiders. Now I'm not going to focus too much because we all know what happened on the weekend with with Shefty. Um, so I'm I we I mean anybody with a brain knows that was wrong. But uh, I, I'm more focused on uh, he did another tweet. It was actually from today. So yesterday it came out that the Washington Commanders were using two separate books to underreport revenue gain from NFL games so Daniel oh so, so I love this team you guys so, are on so Daniel Snyder what happened was he was taking the revenue allegedly from the NFL games and he was saying it occurred during concerts and individual events and then he was pocketing that instead of because you have to put revenue into a big pool back to the owners so apparently he had two separate books for this and he was doing it for like 10 years anyway <laughs> Schefter crickets on that one did not report a thing but then today he tweeted out Washington commanders have announced that social media influencer Katie Feeney will be the first ever commander's social media respondent so you know having two separate books not news social media correspondent news that's that's a Schefter lifestyle right there and then second of all with the insiders this week Woj, I got to throw this guy under the bus because the Lakers play the final game of the season, beat the Nuggets, and literally not 20 seconds after the buzzer rang, he tweeted that they fired Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel's got a press conference in 10 minutes where he just gets bombarded about questions about this. I just feel like I understand like there's multiple levels of wrongdoing here. The Lakers are obviously very, very in the wrong for telling him that this is going to happen way in advance, letting him know that it's okay to tweet this way in advance. That's just like completely irresponsible behavior. But at the same time, like have a brain. Like when you get that message that you can tweet that, like maybe save it for like an hour after the game, not literally 20 seconds after the buzzer rings. Like I get you want to be first. I get like it's good for your business to have retweets and everything. I understand all that. But like, come on, the guy's like a person. He's got a family. He's got to deal with that. For t- you're just making his life way more difficult for like literally no reason. You could have just tweeted it 20 minutes later. So it really kind of pisses me off that these people just don't understand that the people have like families and stuff. So yeah, I'm I think going with that. I think it's a little cringe that like as soon as the buzzer went off, he like ripped the tweet out. It's yeah, like it's it's just so cringe and it's it's clear to see that like shams has really really gotten to this guy to the point where he needs to as soon as the buzzer has went off that he needs to tweet that frank vogel has been fired like i don't know i i told phil i could like live without some of these insiders i'm fine just just refreshing the score like i did in uh in grade seven in elementary and just getting my news that way because I don't know. They're kind of just starting to piss me off with all like, and then sometimes the information is inaccurate. The way they word it is inappropriate. It's like you said, these people have families and you know, you you could, you can wait 20 minutes. It's fine. Yeah. That's how I feel. You got anything on insiders? I I mean, I think Woj is probably, he realizes like, Hey, Wendy, like he got me. He's so he's trying to get back in the game. Like he's Uh trying to get that next scoop. Wendy's got him in a chokehold. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wendy's giving him a noogie right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing I want to say, not really related to the insiders, but like, is there a worse owner in pro sports than than Dan Snyder? No. Like, is there one? Am I missing somebody? No. Not close. (laughs) At what point do they, at what point do they give him like the, uh, uh, 
Sterling and like force him out. It's going to come in like the next couple months, I think, because yeah. the evidence okay. is, is piling up that is just insane. <laughs> 10 years worth of being like, oh, no, no, like that, like 10 million came from like the Dua Lipa concert. It's like insane <laughs> <Yeah>. behavior. <laughs> All right, so we got Hazonia, we got Insiders, and we got the the guy for the Sixers, for the reporter. Yeah, (laughs) I'm going to go with uh, Hazonia. Uh, That's just a classic... it's a it's like, a Bonzi Col- uh, I don't want to be invited to your birthday party. Bonzi Colson. Bonzi Colson. Bonzi Colson. Like, no, I'm not. Like, I don't even want to be invited to your birthday. Because yeah. even if you did, I'm not going to come. Uh huh. So, <laughs> it's true. That's a good way to live life. Uh-huh. Just, just, I kind of like the move. It's like you know what? Like, I'm doing fine making forty thousand dollars in the Croatian league. Like, mm-hmm. don't worry about me. Like, I've had my day in the NBA, and it's too much of a show. So, I kind of respect show. the move. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for the Sixer guy because I think he just needs to watch basketball. Which is oh, it's his job. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. oh. Uh-huh. what do you have? I was gonna vote for the Sixer guy too. All right, nice. there you go. I'll give my honorable vote to the insiders. There we go. So the what's the guy's name again? Elliot Shore Parks. Nice. He wins Bozo of the Week this week. Congratulations, Genius of the Week. What'd you have on? So my genius this week uh, comes courtesy of friend of the show, Ethan. He tipped me off to this. Nice. Um, but it comes from the world of college ba- uh, volleyball. Um, oh. So last week, or I guess a few days ago, the illustrious Grambling State Volleyball Program uh, had a little bit of a scandal. Their coach of the, of the women's volleyball team, um, her name is Chelsea Lucas, and she's actually a new coach. She just got hired. She was a former player from 2007. And she said, first order of business, I'm cutting all the scholarship players. She brought them all into her office one by one. And she let them know each of them, hey, like your scholarship's not not getting renewed. You won't be playing on the team next year. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, obviously that was big news. But not to worry, the AD or I guess the, the sports communication director said, quote, it's her decision to make and she has some quality players coming on board. I think 13 to 14 are coming on board at some point. So she was like, we're cutting all these people, but we're going to hit their, like, we're going to hit the roads hard. And so she was just going, making recruiting visit after recruiting visit. And she's got uh, 14 new girls that are apparently on board to come and play for this team next year. So she's completely turning the franchise around, I guess. Let's go. She's playing a little My yeah. GM volleyball edition. She's like just yeah. building the roster from scratch, fantasy draft style. Yeah. Wow. Just cut them all. Got them all. Yeah. Start again. <laughs> <laughs> Losing yeah. culture. This is kind of what the Oilers should have done in the early 2010s. Just axe everybody. I kind of respect this move. She might start a new trend. Yeah. This might just be a new trend. Uh huh. The guy who takes over just the cut thunder, everybody. He's like, you're done. Shea, bye. Bye. Dort, see ya. <laughs> Pokashevsky, enjoy the, enjoy the Croatian league. More picks. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Pokshevsky was too good yeah. to play in that last game. It's true. So he had to bench him for V. Krejci. <laughs> uh, my my genius Georgia. was the NBA final stuff. So, oh yeah, a nice logo. So that's my genius. And the inflatable trophy. And the inflatable trophy. Let's bring that back. And the big painting of the NBA finals trophy as well on the on the court. So that's mine. I like it. My uh, my genius of the week this week is uh, the NL East. This one's particularly for two teams, the Phillies and the Mets, who baseball is back, and we're in about game five. And these markets in the East Coast 
just care so much that like you will hear every single minute detail of their season. The Mets and the Phillies are at it on uh, <laughs> on a Monday night in Philadelphia, and it's cold. And the Phillies third baseman Alec Baum makes two errors early in the Man. game, and then he makes a play later in the game correctly, throws the guy out, and then the crowd gives him the fake ovation. You know, I'm sure we all saw the yep. video. Yep. And then he, you can, the camera catches him walking back to third base, saying, "I effing hate this place." And then um, <laughs> he made a third error later in the game. But the the game really spiced up because the Mets were up four nothing in the eighth and surrendered five in the eighth to lose um, five to four. But the Mets fans are like, like this would happen to like the Angels or the Orioles, and you'd never hear about it. But with the Mets fans, it's like season's over. Might as well just not show up the next 157 games. Like, like the NFL equivalent of where we are right now is like second quarter of week one and they're like season's done fold it in like why are we even showing up this is a back-breaking loss I literally love these like east coast fans that just live and die on Monday night Phillies Mets games so shout out to these people in L East yeah I was seeing a whole the only ever MLB stuff or content I see on Twitter is Mets yeah like <laughs> Mets, so maybe a little bit of Yankees and that's really it like and, and and the Mets fans are unbelievable and the fact they're getting so riled up about a Monday night game where like you said we're in the second quarter of yeah of game one so um it was tough to be fair though Alec Bone might be the worst <laughs> defensive third baseman in all of baseball He's like dude bad. I'm dead serious I was looking at defensive run saved and uh he was he- dead last he's no like, it was chapman, like negative man. like 15 no mac do we had chapman and espinal are both like top eight let's go then you scroll way down I love, it's like minus like 18 i love stats owen i saved. love defensive run saved owen he's like let's see who's at the top let's see who's at the bottom let's do it all he's, he's a grinder for stats this guy i respect it i also sent owen the video of a mets fan on on tiktok absolutely losing oh, so his mind funny. during the during the game it was a great great clip uh genius it was hilarious we we got the nl east we got uh the nba finals lettering and we got the grambling state female volleyball coach which i'm personally voting for the grambling state female volleyball also voting for grambling state that is she's starting a trend dude yeah be on the lookout watch dabo dabo's just gonna (laughs) you're making money (laughs) cut You think you're better than me? Cut. <laughs> bag checkers. Kiss my shoes. Tell me I'm better. Tell me. You're just a bag checker. Adam, what are you voting for? I'm voting NBA Finals logo. Wow, let's go. Owen, what do you have? East Coast fans. It's the Mets fans. Let's go. Let's fans. Yeah. Let's go. So the win goes to Grambling State. I love it. All right. No conclusive evidence, and then we'll bounce out of here. I got a very quick one this week. It's from real life, so I, I, I want to make this very clear. Uh-huh. Yesterday at about... 4 p.m. So I work uh, the way I do it every day. Let me let me walk you through it. Let's do day in the life of Phil. I've got okay. I've got a monitor that I usually connect to my computer, and then I put TweetDeck on it, so Twitter's always going. That's usually what I do. And then I do my work on the computer, and then I've got another monitor to the right, and I usually put like some like sports on, maybe some baseball, you know. So (laughs) I lock in on the left, and then have some fun on the right, you know, type deal. (laughs) Let's go. At four o'clock yesterday, I got the most killer headache of my life. Like, and and me is like the way my brain works is like, 
it's not that I've been staring at screens for five hours. Like it has to be the hat I'm wearing in my glasses. So I took them both off and like, just was like, this is going to fix it. And then I kept working with no hat and no glasses and it only got worse and I had to take a nap. And, um, I think the main takeaway here is that there's no worse feeling, no conclusive evidence than just an absolutely brutal headache because I was not able to function. So that's, that's my no conclusive evidence is headache is one of the worst things going. So that's what I got. <laughs> oh my God, I'm crying. That was hilarious. I feel that headaches so. are the worst. I'd rather have like a like a stomach ache or something. Yeah, well, like I'm not saying stomach like they're definitely no fun, but headache is the worst. It really is, and it just like like when it gets in your temples, and you're just like, man, this has got to go away. Like, and you're like, man, you know what'll fix this? Like not being able to see, and you just take your glasses off. Well, I thought it was maybe because they were pressuring the side of my head. Like, right. like literally no phil i've done the hat before it yeah. sometimes it actually does like it is i think it could have been honestly yeah it might have been yeah i've done that before like multiple times the glasses were pressing too hard against you <laughs> <laughs> like seriously sometimes you just have to take them off it, was, it, couldn't, it couldn't have been the monitors i got blue light protection in these bad boys dude it couldn't have been the monitors yeah, yeah. those little johnny manzel kind of thought process it it's was not, it's, it's not the monitors it's it couldn't be the tweet deck that constantly moves on the left no that's a pretty sick setup you got going there though i gotta be Thank honest you. i might have to yeah. cut myself some monitors they're not that just... expensive they're like a hundred bucks the monitors yeah hmm nice that's pretty expensive. Yeah, it's not. It's bad. worth the headache. Yeah, Maybe. it is worth the odd headache. It's worth yeah. the odd headache, so I can check in on the Guardians Royals every every two <laughs> minutes. Yeah, that <laughs> was. Uh, I think that was one of the funniest, no conclusive evidence. That was that was unbelievable. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was better than I thought when you said I've got a short one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll go with my no conclusive evidence, and it's kind of a no conclusive evidence or cap or not, but uh, Antoine Greets, man, which we all know, French player plays for Atletico Madrid. Mm. Even Owen knows him. He Even Owen knows him. <laughs> I don't know if we've talked about this on the pod before, but apparently all three of his kids have the same birthday. All three. What? April 8th, 2016. April 8th, 2019. April 8th, 2021. What? There is no effing way. There is just no effing way. All three kids. Dude, I, I mean, like you can plan. I get planning to have, hey, like let's have your due date, you know, around the first week of April. But, but the, April yeah. 8th, every single time, I think that's got to be capped. No conclusive evidence. Like, go get your kids' like DNA tested because you, you might not be the father. How do you cap a birthday? <laughs> like, capping a birthday because he's lying. <laughs> Isn't like, it like, cap a can you like, <laughs> like, I'm capping the birthday, dude? Aren't there like, Probably stats that like stats. you can, <laughs> like you got, can see when they're born. They like, got defensive run saved. Dude, there's no for way. I'm just saying. I personally like. I like I if this was cop, believe. we would know it was cop. So I know, but he could be like lying. No, I. I don't, I don't think the government can lie about that. I don't know if it's that crazy. Oh, I don't Whoa. know. It sounds crazy, dude. It's pretty crazy. It. I think three like in a row. My mom and her sister were actually born on the same day. So, but like three that hurts your argument that hurts my <laughs> argument really but three <laughs> dude no no but that's what i'm saying though because I, I think two is like spectacular but three is insane there's no way it's improbable i agree that this this that's needs to much. be investigated but at the same time now that i'm thinking about it 
think of how much easier your life would be as a yeah, father yeah. is if all three kids have the same birthday. Yes. It's literally one day of the year you have to devote because I know I got a couple birthdays coming up. It's like I got to go to the mall in the next couple yeah. of days and start figuring this out and piecing it together. You but know, this one you just plan a sick day for yeah, everybody. Literally, you yeah. go all out like bouncy castles, big inflatable NBA Finals trophy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My no of evidence is I hate cat i think he, he's one of my least favorite players in the entire nba and i don't enjoy watching him i don't enjoy reading about him i don't like the guy um but my take is that i think that uh, that the timberwolves their ceiling is cat i mentioned this earlier in the show but i think the moment that i think that the development of especially young guys like um, Anthony Edwards is going to be capped by Carl Anthony Towns. I think he's put a ceiling and a lid on this team because of the way he plays basketball, because of the attitude he has and uh, the just the way he plays the game. Um, that is going to make it difficult for this team to be competitive in the playoffs for a long time. So no conclusive evidence. I think Cat either needs to – they need to move Cat, which I know they're not going to do, but they should do, or Anthony Edwards needs to, like – somehow find his way to a different team because they're not they might have you know, the odd playoff game the odd play-in game but this is not going to be a successful team as long as cats on it i've watched like no timberwolves basketball but something is I'm, i kind of get what owen's saying i'm kind of feeling that but i gotta i gotta watch this memphis series and see but i kind of feel like that that could be the case because it might be hard for them to just kind of take the ball away from cat and just give it all to edwards and then have cat be kind of the secondary Edwards still gets his shots up, though, regardless. Edwards is a spectacular player. I love Edwards. I'm a big Edwards guy. I watched the game yesterday pretty closely. And I've been a cat defender. Uh, People know this. But I want to get out in front of this. And and I, I don't do this often. That was pathetic. That was one of the most pathetic performances I've ever seen yesterday. It was like the guy had, like too much sugar before the game it's like it's your eighth year in the nba or whatever like show some composure people are like he's inexperienced like dude you've been in like you've been in the nba eight years like maybe (laughs) figure it out and like the clippers literally embarrassed him yesterday ty Lu, like i understand the, the clippers fell apart when he fouled out because their entire game plan was like we know how to stop this guy we're not afraid of this guy they literally like like they said at halftime on Inside the NBA, like you're po- you're posting up at the three point line. Like what are you doing? Like yeah. you're making two guys W, wow. and then you can't pass because all of a sudden you're not at the basket. Really, he was yeah. awful yesterday. And then to see him after the game, like go like hug Jordan Woods, like it's some like grand victory. I actually like oh. I was disgusted yesterday. So I I really am standing up on this table now with and- you and I'm anti Cat Towns. And Phil, it's not even just that. It's like he was getting some looks there for like there was like a five minute span where he was imposing his will and putting aside all the issues he had offensively, like where he was posting up the three point line. He is so bad defensively. Like the Clippers were abused every time he was on the floor. He was in every pick and roll. He was in every action that they did. And he was getting picked apart like they would. It didn't matter who was handling the ball and who was involved in the pick and roll. If Cat was one of the defenders, it was going to end up in an open three or a lob, or it's, it was going to end up in points. It's he's so bad. It's hard to watch. And unless you're a phenomenal offensive player, which he sometimes is, that doesn't make up for how horrendous he is defensively. So, yeah. 
he's a not my guy and the thing is with him too like he was so it's one thing if you have a bad game you can have a bad game i understand the other team plans for you well but he was so like whiny about it and like every time he got a foul he was running around like me and it's like dude they're calling everything like use your freaking brain for two seconds his sixth foul he just jumped into two people for no reason and then he was like what it's like dude you're not like you're literally playing like a child. Like I, I that game really, really upset me yesterday. No, uh, and then I saw this morning that they asked him last week. I didn't even see this. They said um, Denver Post when they played the Nuggets asked, "Who's the tougher player to guard, Jokic or Embiid? What makes Jokic so tough to stop?" He answered both of those. And then they said, "Who's the MVP?" And he said, "I'm gonna give it to myself because that's who I feel is MVP." He's the best center in the league, though. Yeah, best big in the league. Best shooting big man of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, You guys have made such a compelling argument, I have to be honest, both Owen and Phil, that uh, I didn't even watch the game yesterday, but I'm anti-cat as well. Yeah. Because that was really good. That was a really good argument, and I can feel a lot of the stuff you're saying that, like, come on. Like, it's it's your eighth year. You should know how to at least... Handle your own in a pick and roll, and, and you're and you're getting squashed every single time. You're fouling out in a really important game. Com- composure, come on, let's like you yeah, can you can do it. Like you were drafted in 2014, like you can 20, 2014, I think 15, 15, 15. Like you can do it, dude. Yeah, and the other thing is speaking about his demeanor. Like, what other team do you know where you have a guy who's chosen number one overall? He's your team's only all star, and the de facto leader of your team is a what twenty year old kid. Yeah. Like how much of a who, how much of a leader really is Cat compared to Anthony Edwards? Like every clip I've seen, everything I've everything I've seen from this team, Anthony Edwards is the guy who gets the guys, you know, yeah. who fires, you know, fires the guys up, who talks to the bench guys, who's like helping other guys on the team. Like it just seems it seems uh I I know we hate Jimmy Butler, but I think this is what he was referring to. Like yeah. he, he can't like he like he knew and he saw like this kid can't handle like this kind of pressure or game or or, or level of stakes, yeah. and and we're seeing it with yeah. Wiggins, and I'm sure we'll see it with Cat. Cat's a better player than Wiggins, but look at how Wiggins has fizzled out. Cat, same deal. I wouldn't be surprised if he is completely erased in the Memphis series if he's getting locked up by like Stephen Adams. Yeah, like well, Jaron Jackson's going to be Jaren Jaren Jackson, Jackson's so. going to be in the depoy conversation. So yeah. good luck. I, I, I really, yesterday was like an eye opening thing. I just, I just couldn't, I've never seen like the only thing that it reminded me of was like Harden against the Spurs where it's just like, this guy's mm-hmm. completely out of his element mm-hmm. right now. Like the, and it, it, it's so embarrassing that like Naz Reed went in the game and in like two <laughs> seconds he was able to comprehend like, Oh, they have smaller guys on me. I'm just going to go hang out down there so I can't get doubled up here. And it was like the, immediately after he fouled out, they went on like a 26 to 5 run. It was like yeah. literal seconds. So winning the three point contest, I guess, got to him. He's yeah. like, this is, this is where I am. Like, this is where I get my points. Yeah. What a joke. <laughs> Anyway, I think the highlight of the game was still Glue Lady. Uh, that was that was one of the most outrageous things I've ever seen in my life. So I think gluing yourself to the floor in a professional basketball game—it's up there with the guy who zip tied his neck to the post. That was uh, that's those are the two top ones of the year for protests. Anyway, um, I give it a ten, early but a ten. Oh, early but a ten. So um, that was yeah. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Ten, of course. Let's go, Adam. 10. 
Let's go. Good show today, Adam. Good show. I know we talked a lot of hoops, so it was tough. No, it was fine. I kept up. Let's go. Yeah. Let's get some picks. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Well, you're going to go eight for eight on your picks, too. Yeah. Maybe seven for eight. Which one are you not feeling good about? I don't know, but one will be wrong. Mm. Oh, okay. Modesty. Yeah. Modesty is <laughs> the best guy. policy. That's what they say. Anyway, well, we'll be back on Sunday. We'll talk about some playoffs. We'll talk about some, uh, I don't know, whatever happens the rest of the week. And uh, take care. Enjoy the first couple games of the playoffs. Have a good weekend. Happy Easter.